Sounds good. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hey, Fred. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Me too. We had a little tech glitch on the front end, but everything works out as it should be. So, Michelle, I understand you're an author. Yes, I am. So, this podcast is about uh, emerging authors or unique authors, or maybe both. What category do you fall into? I would say I'm an emerging author. So I have three published books so far, but definitely in the beginning phases. Okay. And what are those books? So the first one is called Look Beyond the Clouds, and that's a book for teachers, and it helps teachers overcome burnout and just find joy in their life again. So honestly, a lot of the tools in there can be for regular people too. It's just, I mm -hmm. am a former teacher. So that's where a lot of my examples come in, in the book. And then uh, my two children's books, I have Teacher Magic and Sibling Magic. So Teacher I'm, Magic helps. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sensing a theme here. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so teacher magic helps kids with um, overcome like confidence issues, uh, just something that I saw a lot in the classroom. And then sibling magic helps um, little ones prepare for babies to be born into their family. So oh, awesome. Um, yeah, so it just helps them become part of the process so that they don't feel like they're being replaced. Mm -hmm. Which a lot of little kids do. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So sticking with the teacher theme, um, you did some other teaching work as, as a coach. You want to yeah, talk absolutely. about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. So I, uh, for the last two years, I worked with a lot of authors helping them self-publish their books and just helping through the writing process. And so that was a fun job for me because I was a, a school teacher and then I all of a sudden was helping adults in uh, the writing process as well. So it was just really fun helping people go from like no book to like having that dream to actually seeing it become uh, a reality. So I myself used to be a teacher. I was uh, teaching in the colleges and the business schools. Okay. And there's, you know, there's a huge difference between the theories in the textbook and you know what happens in the real world once they get their diplomas or degrees and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and step out there. And I used to try and emphasize the real world, emphasize mm. the real world stuff. Um, what has surprised you from going from the teacher end of things to the author end of things? Um, in that, can you explain that again? Well, things in actually getting your book published. Mm -hmm. There, there had to be things that surprised you that, you know, you might not have even talked about in coaching the other writers or authors. Oh, yeah. I feel like just the practical tips, like a lot of the authors that I worked with were, um, were really just asking like, okay, how does this fit into my daily life? Like, how am I going to actually make this happen? So yes, we know the process of first, you're going to brainstorm each chapter, then you're going to um, start writing those chapters. Then, and there's a whole list of the to do's, but so many mm -hmm. people would just be like, okay, but I'm a busy parent. I'm busy with work. Like, how do I actually fit this in? So a lot of my coaching used to be just telling them, okay, this is what worked for me working full-time, having little babies, you know, and, and how to actually fit it into your life and make it happen. So that to mm -hmm. me was surprising because you would think that a lot of it is process-based, but, um, but it really was like, okay, how do I actually get this done? Yeah, some people just aren't process people, you know, mm -hmm. and when you're in the creative sphere, 
you find a lot of people don't like constraints or, you know, uh, schedules that they feel will dampen their creative spirit. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found I would get stuck sometimes and you just, I just gave myself a time limit. Like every day you have to work for 15 minutes or 500 words or whatever. And I was told a story about a Russian author, and this is way, way, way back when he couldn't find anything to write. He would just start typing his name over and over and over again until something came to him. Yep. I've heard something similar where like people will just start like typing whatever your train of thought is. Right. And then eventually it's mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, wait, that's a good idea. And then start actually writing <laughs> for your book. But mm-hmm. yeah, similar concept. So is there anything specific about any of your books that you would like the audience to know about? Yeah, it's actually, um, so I created from my books and every author I feel like has a whole list of book ideas that are soon to be books, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So all of us have that little note on our phone saying, oh, this is definitely gonna be a future topic. And um, from all of those notes, I was like, okay, how are all these going to fit in together into a book one day? And instead Mm -hmm. of a book, I actually created an online course um, from the things that I had in there. And, and of course my author brain, it's like, okay, I can definitely turn it into a book as well. So I mm-hmm. tried the online course route. And so that's something that I also worked on, um, that stemmed from my books. And, uh, that's a course for parents. So it's called fixer upper parenting. And really what it is, is all the tools, um, I used in the classroom and activities I used in the classroom that, Uh, really helps the kids from behavior management to emotional development and all of those like special things that I did in my classroom, I now use with my own kids at home. And so I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, this is a great tool to use for families. So, uh, so that's something that I put together. And it's just fun because the author journey, you never know where it's going to lead because a couple of years ago, I might not have foreseen this. And it's, it's just exciting to see how Um, the books can lead to things that are really your greater purpose in um, a fun, creative way. For sure. So is that course still available online? Yeah. So that's, that's very available. It's fixerupperparenting.com. And, um, and yeah, it's something that I would love your listeners to check out. I I love how you picked uh, a title for it that nobody would be familiar with. Mm -hmm. Because nobody knows about Fixer Upper. I know. That's why someone said that to me the other day. They're like, I love the title. I was like, well, everyone is a fixer-upper, right? So our Mm -hmm. home is physically fixer-upper, but then also it's like just looking at like the emotional things in us and and how can we just better ourselves. And so it's like a whole personal growth thing um, Mm -hmm. for families, which and the whole tagline is build a childhood your children want to remember. So a lot mm-hmm. of us have pain from our own childhood and things that we don't want to rem- remember. And so just helping create something that kids actually do want to remember yeah. and helping parents enjoy those I th- days. I think our parents were all perfect and didn't make any mistakes. <laughs> and we make mistakes too, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. all of us are just doing the best we can. So do you pattern your writing style after an author, because a lot of the authors I talk to or aspiring authors, um, they can reel off like the last hundred books they've written, they've read and, you know, every author and 
talk about chapter titles and stuff. I don't, I don't have that type of brain. So yeah, I don't either. But what I would say is I love self-help books. So anything with like personal growth and very conversational. So something, a great mm -hmm. compliment that I've gotten from my adult book, especially is I feel like you were just sitting in a room talking to me and like as a reader and that I love because that's, that's really the vibe I go for. So I mm -hmm. want it to be an easy read. I want people to not be able to put it down. And those are some of the compliments that I've gotten because of the writing. So Wonderful. That's definitely my do you, style. Do you see any more books coming on the horizon? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I always have things going in my head. And um, and with this Fixer Upper Parenting course, I definitely want to turn part of it into a book or like an ebook to have like a quick version of it. So that's definitely where my direction is going right now. Um, I actually just had a baby two months ago. And so oh, um, congratulations. I'm be, thank you. So I'm, I usually use my um, pregnancies as motivation to write another book. So, mm -hmm. uh, so that's been a fun little thing. On it my, kind of puts a lot of pressure plate. on you. Honestly, I use it as I did. So two of my books I wrote during my two other pregnancies. And then with this past one, I did the course and putting that together and, um, and it, yes, it's pressure, but I like that kind of pressure because to me, I'm like, what I look at my due date and I'm like, what can I get done by that day? And mm -hmm. also I use it as motivation because I know after the baby's born, there's another human in the world, right? <laughs> in our house. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to get hectic. So I always try to think of what can I get done and, um, and use it more as motivation instead of like an excuse of getting so, tired or things like that. What would happen if you had say sex tuplets <laughs> that would definitely that change six things. books <laughs> that would definitely change things luckily i've had one at a time <laughs> so mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah good point that's amazing so um i told you before i'm going to ask you about the author's wheel of death so Perfect. i'd like you and assuming i can read the questions in my darker office um, can you pick a number between one and 20 for me? Sure. How about 10? 10. Totally unrelated. What's the best movie you've seen this year? And do you think it was because the screenplay was written so well? Oh, good question. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't watch a lot of movies because I'm usually working on whatever project I'm working on. Okay. <laughs> so like the TV, we barely, we barely even turn it on because I'm like in those moments where I have a little bit of time, um, mm -hmm. I'm usually working on whatever project it is, whether it's a book or a course or anything. So I feel like that's a tough question. Should we pick another uh, number? Sure. Okay. Let's do nine. What book would you recommend for somebody going on a long leisurely voyage? Oh, um, okay. I love um, Limitless by Chris Crone. Mm -hmm. That's been one of my favorites, definitely. And um, I'm going to squeeze in another one. I sure. love The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Those are definitely oh. like my top two books. Okay. And what's the theme of the first one? The first one is helping you overcome limiting beliefs in your life and mm -hmm. just kind of like rewriting, like rewriting what um, you used to think into more positive okay. uh, beliefs. Sure. Reframing everything. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And kind of like overcoming those to then go after your dreams. Okay. So I'm going to go to the next wheel. All right. I'm ready. And this is writing self-talk. So you can pick a number between one and 13. Okay. How about two? Number two. If you could have written your books at a different age, how old would you be? I would say, honestly, I, I, my mind is going this direction. So I also taught a few um, kids how to write books. So I would say I would love to see what I would have written when I was younger, because I helped coach a couple kids through that mm -hmm. writing process. And I just, that really inspired me because authors don't always have to be older. Um, they can right. also be younger and that, like their imagination is so rich at that time. So oh. I would definitely say, I would be curious what I would have written at a younger age. So like 12? Yeah, I would say around the 12 range, definitely. That would be awesome. Okay, so that's about all the time we have today for Michelle. Um, do you have a motto of any sort? Or could you leave our audience with some pearls of wisdom that you'd like to share? Sure, absolutely. So I would say um, the biggest thing in the whole writing process and even after in this author journey of ours, um, really just believe in what your message is and try not to let the negative like thoughts or outside voices come in and stop you because really it is all about actually doing the work, right? So get past those negative thoughts and just really promise yourself that you're going to actually do it because so many, oh my goodness, coaching people through the process. I saw so many people say, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. And then excuse after excuse after excuse came up. And yes, there's a lot of things that can come up and slow us down. Just don't let it actually stop you because holding that book in your hand is just one of the best feelings ever. And just a huge accomplishment to be proud of. So definitely keep Almost going. like having a child. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I just okay. do it all at once. So, Michelle, if people want to find you or your books or your course, can you uh, once again tell us how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on Instagram and at Fixer Upper Parenting. And then my website is FixerUpperParenting.com. And the website for my books is uh, LookBeyondTheClouds.com. So I have two nice. separate websites there just to keep it all separated. <laughs> okay. And anything on Amazon or anything? Yep. So all three books are on Amazon. Yes. Perfect. Thank you so much, Michelle. It's been a pleasure meeting you and having you on and learning about your experiences. And uh, I so wish you the best of me. luck. Thank My you. Pleasure. I really appreciate you having me. Okay. Have a great day. You too. Bye.